0: Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we gather on this day to worship you as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God in three persons, a great mystery which we do not fully comprehend, but we grab a hold of who you are by faith trusting in all that you have done are doing and will do in our lives be with us this day as we as we wrestle for a little bit with the majesty of of who you are we pray in Jesus name amen trinity sunday that one Sunday of the year where we wrestle with the mystery of who God is, His Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God in three persons. We describe that as Jerry reminded us during the children's message with that word Trinity, or three in one. We have used all sorts of illustrations Within Christianity to try to explain the Holy Trinity. I'm not gonna do that this morning because ultimately it's just something that we have to grab a hold of by faith. I think that God is so far above us in so many ways that that we're just we're just unable to grasp the fullness of of who God is. So let's take just a look this morning, a brief look at at this Trinity. This God and how He presents Himself to us. And we read that at the beginning He made the heavens and the earth. The fullness of God was there. The Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, Let us make man in our image. A reference to who God is in the fullness of His majesty and awe. This creator God who not only brings into creation the world, but who works to bring each and every one of us into this creation. And in the waters of baptism, he writes the fullness of his name on our hearts and on our lives as we are baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he expresses himself to us, this three-in-one God, in so many ways in, in which we don't even think about it all the time. But we think about it in this way, in body, mind, and spirit, we describe ourselves. I like to say it this way, that God has so written the number three into the makeup of of who he is and who we are that we gravitate naturally to to that number. Why is it that we have three colors in our flag, red, white, and blue? This three somehow has this whole idea of, of a oneness to it. In architecture, the strongest geometrical design is a triangle. We know that instinctively. If you go camping and you have a tent, well in the old days, you know, these new tents have these hoops and stuff, but, but in the old days, if that triangle didn't stand up very well, guess what? The tent didn't stay up very well. My wife tells me to go to the grocery store. I don't write things down. I can remember three things, but not two. I can remember three things, but not four. I can remember six things because I put them into two groups of three. I don't know about your mind, but that's the way that my mind works. Things of three. This triune God has written himself into our creation by the very way that he formed things and by the way that he formed us. And yet we fell into sin, into disobedience. And God in his wisdom knew that was going to happen and so he already in Genesis puts forward a plan of salvation and he sends his only son into our world. We like to say the work of the Father was creation, but the work of the Son is salvation. The work of the Son is to redeem each and every one of us and to heal us in body, mind, and spirit so that we can be one with him and with the Father and with the Holy Spirit. It's no accident that Jesus spent three days in the tomb, not two, not four, He reminds us again of his Godhood in the very discussion that he has throughout the pages of the New Testament but especially in our gospel lesson today when he talks about he and the Father being one and reminding us that he's no ordinary man but he's the Messiah, the Son of God and the Son of Man that he receives all of his glory from the Father, and of course, last week we celebrated the gift of the Holy Spirit poured out upon the church and upon us. The purpose, the role of the Spirit is to shine the light, the fire on the cross of Jesus Christ and His redemptive love for us. It's the work of the Holy Spirit to connect us to the Word of God each and every day of our lives, so that we continue to remain steadfast in that Word. And it's the work of the Holy Spirit to, in a sense, give us a kick in the rear so that we live not the way the world lives, but the way that God calls us to live. And Jesus reminds us that that in all of this, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, what he's really expressing to us is that he is the great I Am. And that's what bothers the Jews in our gospel lesson today that Jesus says, I am. And he says it in a way that they know exactly what he means. Before Abraham was, I am. That's the name for God. It's the name that God gave to Moses at the burning bush, a reminder of the fact that he is. And so God reminds us that he's the same. And notice the three here, yesterday, today, and forever. Because you simply understand that God is. That's the other form of the wonderful verb, I am. He simply is. And he writes that I am on our lives, on our hearts. And that's important. We like to say that we wear the name of Jesus on our foreheads and on our hearts and the waters of baptism. But today, I want to think. I want you to think of it this way: that you wear the words "I am," because you wear the words of the fullness of who God is—the great "I am," who has written the fullness of of His name on your life. And the double entendre here—do you guys know what that means? Double entendre. I know you got to go back to high school, and you got to remember English lessons. Um, Let's pick somebody who's really close to high school yet still. Alyssa, why are you hiding? (laughs) You're you're getting ready for medical school. You should know this. What's double entendre? Anybody? A double meaning. You didn't know that, Miss Dion. I'm sending her back to your class. (laughs) Double entendre here is when you have the, the name I am on your forehead and on your heart, it means that when you walk around and people say, who are you? I am a child of God. I am a believer in Jesus Christ. I am one who lives by his word. I am not afraid of the world. I am not afraid of what man or Satan can do to me. I am redeemed, I am loved, and I am saved because of Jesus Christ. You wear the I am. And the I am reminds us of who we are, of our identity and how we're connected to this majesty of a God who reveals himself to us as one God in three persons, a God who is active and working in our lives every day as we celebrate the great I am, the majesty of God, holy, holy, holy on this day. We are mindful that we have a God who has not separated himself from his creation, but a God who is active in his creation, and a God who works to bring us into his family and to equip us to share the message of who he is with the world. We may not fully understand the complexity of our God. But in the simplicity of who he is in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we can celebrate and we can grab a hold of this mystery by faith, because that's what he calls us to do, to walk by faith and to trust in him above all things. In Jesus' name, amen.